We're back at it, Mr. Shay Day and TK. Welcome to TK's A Brigade. I'm your host, TK. Today, I reached out to my man, Shay, and said, let's get on, man. Let's talk about some craziness. He said, let's do it, bro. So we're going to dive into that right now here on TK's A Brigade. Uh, we're live. How are you, man? Good, man. Doing well. It's been a while, man. Shoot, like I think we quit talking uh, um, on Wax back in like June. Yep, it was like right before I moved, so it's just been kind of hectic since then. But oh, that's right. Kind of bought a house. Yep. Yeah, man. How's how's the new house going, bro? House is going well. Getting the basement uh, finished up so we can have a couple more bedrooms, another bathroom, and then hopefully we'll stop bleeding money, and then we'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of bleeding money, I uh, I had to fix my sink in my kitchen on uh, Tuesday because for some reason it sprung a leak on the drain, thankfully. I've yet to have that so, issue yet. Well, it, it was, you know, the piping. Like, So what happened was, so I'll just give it a quick story. What happened was I um, I didn't do it. Somehow a plastic knife got lodged into the piping. Did it get past the like the, the grinder, the garbage disposal? Yeah, it was on the other side. Oh, 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 gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So then it started collecting uh, leftovers, right? And it was like it was like a homeless man down there in the, in the drain, <laughs> <laughs> right? And all of a sudden it starts to clog up. So I, you know, what what do most red blooded American males do when you have a clogged sink or clogged? Like something clogged in your house. What do you do? Well, first, I got to yell at the kid because it's definitely her. Right. <laughs> and then, uh, I don't know, get some Drano and dump it down. See, I I get the plunger first because yeah, Drano's yeah, expensive. I yeah. So I get the plunger and I, I dude, I, I go, you know, Fred Flintstone on it, right? <laughs> <laughs> and when I do that, what I think happened was I think it loosened the uh, the seals on all of the pipes. Yeah, so, you must have been plundering. Oh, dude, I was, I was, I was plunging deep. So, <laughs> Some aggressive um, what happened? In there. Oh, it was aggressive. And so I turn on the the garbage disposal, and it starts to spray water out of under the sink. So, fun hemorrhaging money, but I feel you on just good grief, dude. It's just everything, you know. Everything. I think we talked a about a little it. bit more expensive every day. It feels like. Well, I was just going to say, we just talked about the inflation the other day. And, yeah. and what was it, like 9.1% higher than everybody else? I want to say, when I, originally when I had seen that, I want to say it was 13. Was it 13? So maybe yeah. it's 9% is the average and we're at 13. Yeah, it was it was substantial for Colorado. Dude, and you know what I don't understand either is, okay, so we're kind of like, we're not in the middle of the country, but we're we're kind of like... We're kind of in the middle in a, in a sense, but we're getting all these. Um, I'm trying to think of a good nickname for, and no disrespect to Californians that listen to this, but <laughs> you Californians that come but. to Colorado, get the hell out. <laughs> Go back to California. Take your stupid liberal garbage. Take your stupid, oh, well, you know, we can abort babies after they're born kind of garbage and go back to California. You can have that nonsense on the West Coast. I don't want it here. Do you? Yeah. Absolutely not. I think too, do you, I think too uh, a lot of people coming up from Texas are that way. Like they, are you serious? they they went from California to Texas. Texas wasn't what they had in mind, obviously. And now they're migrating up north to Colorado. 
See, that's what you know, and the, the worst part about it, and again, I, I'm not saying this to just so we're clear. I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this by saying this. I'm not saying every California because I have plenty of California friends. In fact, my parents, uh, my dad, and uh, my brothers lived in California. In fact, I mean, my brother recently just moved out of California. However, the mentality and the the delusion that the the people in California like live by, dude, is despicable, man. How, how many you people know? do you think? It's hard to say because you know you have that like we have that stereotype of like California, like just hearing that word, just like cringe. Oh, dude, How, cringeworthy. What, what percent of those the people there that have voted, you know, the past, you know, 20 years, watch the state become what it's become? Like, how many of those people do you think are truly happy or are like, yeah, this is where I saw everything leading to us, you know, over the last 20, 25 years? Or how many of these people are just going to blindly follow and, and vote, you know, to keep their party line going but are just miserable because i just i can't imagine living there is fun i just don't see how it is from from like well, that's a loaded question and like what yeah. i mean like athletes those guys talk about how much they get taxed because they have like some special tax for athletes and stuff yep i mean it's insane yep. i mean i understand those guys make a lot of money but i don't also don't, i don't have the mindset that oh you make all this money you should be taxed on it i don't feel that way at all you're in the money you're in the money right so I'm just, right. I'm just curious, like, I would love to know just, like, what percentage of that state is, like, I actually like living here, you know? They're not just protecting their their fellow uh, political parties. Well, and this is what I would add to that loaded question would be how many of those people are legal citizens of the United States? Right, right. Because let's be honest, man, it, you're not you come to this country illegally or you come to here and you, you weren't born here. So you don't necessarily at least... Um, in the past have the same rights and freedoms as we do however more so than ever and we can jump to the extreme which is the uh the east coast in new york and i don't know if you heard this on the news and not to uh, get out of the california because i'll go back to that but new york spends nine million dollars a day housing feeding uh medicating um policing all of the immigrants that are coming into the United States that go directly to New York. They're, they're spending $9 million. And the mayor of New York finally said, I think it was yesterday, he said, we're not doing it anymore. And, and, and I say to you, well, why did you, why did you oppose Trump building a, a, a border wall then when, when he was in power and he could have, we could have taken that $9 million a day that you're, you're dropping now and put it towards the budget to build the wall. Gotta protect that political party. That's and, and that's, that's all the, it is. It's like standing on your head and trying to go to the bathroom, though. <laughs> that's what it reminds me <laughs> of. You Unless know what you're I mean? drunk, that just doesn't. It don't work. It doesn't work, man. So you know, you ask me how many of those people in California actually like, uh, like are rooted in the, you know, the way that the political parties and the way that the things are being uh, dealt in California. I mean, Governor Newsom. Uh, I've never, other than um, Polis. And uh, what's no? She's not a governor. What's the? She's a mayor of Ch- Chicago. Uh, oh yeah. What's her well, name? She's gone now. Lightfoot right? or whatever. Yeah, oh, she's gone now. Lori what I'm saying, but she was in power. Lori Lightfoot. Be- yeah, yeah, Beetlejuice. Yeah, <laughs> Beetlejuice. <laughs> oh man, you're yeah, to- totally. But the governor Newsom, he he passes these ridiculously like draconian laws, and they're almost like. They're, they're seriously, and I'll say this with, with boldness, but a lot of the laws that he's passed, even in the last year, are so, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking they're, for? Um, like a joke? Medieval. Medieval. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But I got, it's like, it's like, it's hard to take a lot of stuff serious anymore. You know, even in even on a, a big stage like debates or political parties, because like you're saying, medieval or however you want to put it, some of that stuff they're passing is just, it's an effing joke. You know, and we're oh yeah, we're oh I completely agree. Like, I don't know how I don't even know how to explain it. I don't know. It, it, it's just, you're it's, you're at a loss for words, and yeah, I, I'm, and I'm, I'm with seriously, you because... I'm seriously at a loss of words because I think it's so ridiculous. But yet, there's still a large portion of the population who I have to believe deep down inside they also think it's ridiculous but they just go with it because it benefits them or it's their party or I don't want to look like I'm not being woke or I'm not being progressive enough for the world I got an interesting question for you Shay what would happen in the event that the media platforms actually interviewed non-white, non-African-American uh, people and polled them on the current culture of our nation. And what I mean by that is actually going into the different culture communities like the Asian community and the Czechoslovakian community and the Russian community and the South American community and the Hispanic community and really diving into those um those people's opinions about our current culture and really get a full lens view of how we view the current state of our country. I hope that people of those other backgrounds are offended because, and I don't even use that word a lot because I, I hate that word. Oh, you love that word. What are you talking about? You <laughs> use it all the time. I, I, hope, I hope that they are because they treat, I'm just, I'll just say they, they treat those, everybody, all these other, you know, eth, you know, ethnicities and stuff, like they're stupid. Like they can't speak for themselves. They can't think for themselves. They can't do anything for themselves. So I hope they're insulted. And I think if you honestly sat a majority of those people down, they would tell you that. And I think a lot of them would have a very different narrative than you hear out of politicians' mouths, out of the media. I mean... You you watch football, right? You know who the uh, I like college more than a okay, professional. Okay, but you know anymore, who the yes. Washington Redskins are were, yes. and of course yes. that name got banned, right? And right. now we have ninety thousand signatures from the Native American a group. I think it's called Naga, asked, okay. saying they want the name Redskins back. They want that name okay. back as the team okay. for the team. But yet we we were told. We're told by all these it was offensive that's what i mean that's what i'm saying if you sat these people down truly i think they'd be insulted i hope they're insulted because they're treated like they're treated like dogs what's interesting about the fact that that name was banned and removed and they changed the name to the dumbest name in the world the commanders okay i mean really like you couldn't come up with anything better (laughs) right i mean uh, true but here's okay so i'm going to name off five different uh teams like sports teams that are, are currently making a hundred million plus in college and professional that reference Native Americans. So you got the Florida State Seminoles, you've got the Kansas City Chiefs, you've got the Cleveland Cavaliers, or not Cavaliers, uh, the Cleveland Indians. Then you've got the um, oh, uh, the Atlanta Braves. So there's four. I can't. I know there was a fifth one. Right? I was, no Brown. No Brown. No Browns were. No, um, no, but but okay. So four, and I know there's more, but my uh, point is, oh, the Blackhawks, the Blackhawks in Chicago, yeah, the Cleveland Indians. That's what I meant to say instead of the Cavaliers. Oh yeah, what are they? Now? But you've got, 
They're still the Cleveland Indians. No, I thought they had to change their name. Did they? Yeah. Look no. Yeah. Guardians. Yeah, they're the Guardians. Okay, if you were going to move anywhere in the world, because we talked about this before, where would you go? I mean, like, I'm from Iowa, so if I, like, moved back to Iowa. Yeah. But if I went to Iowa, Kansas, Nebraska, maybe north, well, you could you could darn near get into a situation where you got a $400 mortgage, you know, or, like, maybe no mortgage at all. Right, because you just bought your house from yeah. the sale of your house yep. from here. Yep. I mean, we moved to Eaton. Yeah. Uh, and then I think we paid two sixty, and okay. we just sold for what did we sell? I don't even remember what we sold for. We made a hundred and twenty thousand. Our Good. house. Then you have gas money to come down to my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, funny enough, the gas station here in town's four fifteen a gallon. Yeah, same same here. And why though? Again, yeah. I mean, you work in the oil fields. Why is it so high? It's just. Does it go back to the inflation thing? Does it go back to the Californians bringing all that nonsense here to Colorado? I never really understand the gold gas thing. I mean, I guess, honestly, if I was the gas companies, I'd just be like, 20 bucks a gallon, you need it, so what do I care, right? <laughs> right, because, yeah, because you monopolize right. the necessity. So you just say, we're going to charge you this much money, and you either going to pay it or you're not going to drive. And, uh, you know, that's the sad part about, um, you know, that's the one for me, that's the sad part about capitalism, because when you can set the market and you can dictate the price of goods based on the necessity or the need of the masses, you can charge whatever you want. And for the most part, the ones that can afford it will still pay it. Yep. Which I mean, you, I, you can argue we're kind of there now, right? I mean, some of this stuff. Like groceries, I mean, some of the stuff that we have no choice, we're just paying. I mean, granted, I'm complaining about it every single time, but what do you do? You gotta well, do it. And you that's, got no choice. You know. Well, okay, so it's funny you say that you have no choice, and I love that. I love that because this is what I would say to you on that. My my philosophy on the no choice thing is that you always have a choice. However, the choices that you have are limited to either you purchase the gallon of milk for $5 or you go without milk, right? Right, yeah. So, and, and, I, and I'm not arguing with you about not having a choice. I'm, that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is when we are put in positions where, and they know this, right? The corporate businesses, the, um, the medication companies, the, the big pharma companies, the, you know, the gas companies, they know that for a lot of us, we are so conditioned to believe that these things that we need have to be like it's a necessity. So then we're convinced, oh, there's no other way around this. We have to have this. I mean, cigarettes are a prime example. Bro, I remember when I was what when Doe and I were what, 18, 17, 18, we were spending a buck sixty-five, a buck seventy on cigarettes. Now you're spending twelve bucks. On a pack, man. We used to be able to get a carton from Walmart for, I'll never forget this, sixteen eighty eight for a carton of Marlboro Reds. My buddy Pat smoked as long as I've known him, and he always says, see, I always do my part to help out the economy. I keep smoking. Right. I keep paying more smoking. and more and more. It's, it's like the, you know what it reminds me of? The analogy of, of the frog in the, in the pot of water. Have you ever it's, heard that analogy? It's our whole entire story? life anymore, I think. It really is. And I'm, not, know, so, well, it's, I'm not so sure they're just turning the water up slowly at this point, though. You know, I think we're just jumping oh, into the, the bowling pot as it is. 
because like you just said, and and again, I'm not disagreeing with you when you say this, we as a society, not as individuals, because I know for a fact for me, and I'm speaking on my own behalf, that I know I always have a choice. Now, the choices that I have might not be the ones I want to choose. However, I always have a choice. And so when you say, you know, people, like you said, people jumping into the pot, Oh, well, might as well. You know, the idea is, well, there's nothing else I can do about it. It's like, yeah, there is. You can start to speak up. And, you know, I I jumped on recently with with my boy Zeke, and we talked a little bit about the sound of freedom, and we talked about how that narrative is being, um, you know, talked about and discussed all over the world and how the elites are trying to shut it down. And I think it goes back to that right there where it's like people don't feel like they have enough authority to speak out against it or those that do speak out or feel they can speak out you've got this you know loud minority of people screaming shut up I think the thing it's just it's like that movie I understand what that movie's about I haven't seen it and I think it's it's true and it's accurate and I'm in my opinion it goes so much deeper than that movie probably even discussed but it seems like it's so deep and so dark that it's hard to even talk about for a lot of people because they know they sound crazy right like like there's no way like you know like you'll be mocked right to your face you you really think that you really think it's that crazy and it's like no man i do I, i really do think that it is that crazy it is that dark it is that deep and it's super hard to get people to agree to that because I think a lot of people just can't process it. You know, they just don't want to believe it. Like they don't want to think that the world is that way. So you have that hill to overcome. And then it's all these politicians and it's all these athletes and it's all these famous people. And fortunately people look up to those people and try to be those people. I mean, they set their whole life up because of those people. So that's another hill you have to get over when it comes to stuff like that movie. Here, here, check it out. Here's the thing with that movie. That's actually an absolutely true story because the guy that Jim Caviezel plays is a, is a real life person who, um, like, there's actual footage of when they raid the island in the movie when they actually because that's what it's talking about. It's talking about Epstein Island, and it, and it's it, and that is why the elite were are trying to shut the movie down because he exposed that as reality not as some fantasy or some conspiracy that uh, you know that people came up with about Jeff, uh, Jeffrey Epstein that's an actual thing and he exposes it in that movie and that's why because the graphic of that movie is not that graphic you don't see adults raping kids you don't see that what you do see is the reality of the Epstein Island is very real very true. There's actual footage that, that they shot and showed. And so that's the reason why they're trying to shut that movie down so hard. But I want to play something from the movie Pinocchio. And, and if you can hear this, tell me if you can hear this. Can you hear that? This is Jules, VP of a ketchup company. Can you hear no, that? I don't hear nothing. Okay. I want you to do me a favor. Go. Are you on, can you go online right now? Yeah. Okay. Go online and pull up Pinocchio. They never come back. That the whole Pleasure Island thing. Yeah, have you watched yeah. that? I just, I, I, I remember seeing that as a kid. And okay. Just being like, like, I know what like the word means and stuff, and just like how 
weird that was. You know, and I understand it was however long ago, but like that doesn't sit right. That didn't sit right with me as a kid. And it, it's like, right. I, I feel like all this stuff has been in front of our face for a very, very, very long time. Oh, and it dude. still is. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, but, like, why do you think, because you have friends and family that probably don't align with you politically, religiously. Oh, whatever, right? oh I have family that stopped talking to me because okay, of my right. political and religious alignment. So. so take like your friends, take your family, and then just take like, because I'm going to say probably more people don't believe it than do. It's like, why? Why, why are so many people not willing to accept that that's how it is or to follow up on this stuff? or to believe this stuff because it feels like a large portion of the population would, you know, think we're crazy. Like laugh at your face. There's no way this is real. Because we're conditioned. <laughs> but we are told. But what, why are they so conditioned and you're not, and I'm not. Okay. So, okay. That's a great question. So you, you, have you ever been hypnotized? Nope. That makes me way uncomfortable. <laughs> right. Okay. So check it out. <laughs> So, so check it out. So, and this is, okay, I'm going to speak on an opinion. I'm not going to speak on fact in this regard. However, people that are easily impressionable, right? They don't have a, they don't have a, a directive of discernment, right? Then you have parents that say, what did you learn in school today? And they say, well, I learned this and that. And parents go, okay, well, that's not true. That's not right. That's I, not, I've that's tried not, to become uh, that parent. right. Same here. And so when my son was in second grade, he goes to school and, and, and I'm, I hate to say this to, uh, you know, to, uh, burst any bubbles, but it's true. My son walks into his second grade class at Christmas time and a kid comes up to him and is like, Hey, how are you, Eli? And Eli's like, I'm doing good. Kid's like, what did you ask Santa for, for Christmas? And my son looked him dead in the eye and says, nothing. Santa's not real. <laughs> the kids freaks out. Starts telling my son that my son's lying to him, runs off in tears. The teacher has the audacity to call me and tell me that I need to uh, instruct Eli that even though Eli doesn't believe in Santa, that he shouldn't tell other young boys and girls in his class that Santa's not real. And I said, I asked the teacher point blank, do you want me to lie to my son? Well, it's not really a lie. And I said, it absolutely is. And the fact that you were asking me to do that is despicable. So I'm going to tell you this and only once. And this is what I told the second grade teacher. My son comes to school and he speaks truth. Then that's what's going to happen. And you can either agree with it or not. But you're not going to call me and, and try to direct me to change the way that my son views things and perceives things and believes certain things. Absolutely not. And I hung up on her. Yep, I mean, whether I agree with you or disagree with you, or somebody else agrees with you or disagrees with you, like you're absolutely right to say that in defense of yourself and your your child. But that's what's happening, though, bro. Is is that you know? And I don't want to get off on the tangent uh, too far because I don't want to go down the, the sound of freedom road. Right, no, I just um, found out Santa much. Claus wasn't real. No, 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 no. <laughs> what, what I'm saying is, I is the the narrative that we're talking about. So we're talking about how you know inflation. This is how we started this conversation. In, inflation in, in Colorado. Um, a, a lot of it, I believe, is because of the um, the influx of people coming from the West Coast, and they come from a very high, um, expensive, you know, area, 
They come to Colorado and they do the same thing here in Colorado. They bring all that, um, all the political stances and all the, you know, love is love and we can do whatever we want as long as, you know, as long as you're okay with it, we can do whatever we want. But you can't speak on your behalf when it, when it um, opposes what I believe. Well, I'm going to speak on my behalf whether or not you agree with it or not. I don't need you to agree with me for me to speak on my platform. Yep. I don't need you I don't need you to tell me it's okay or not okay to speak what I believe is true and what what I believe is real. So that is where I think the headbutting is coming. And so, you know, whether it's with this movie Sound of Freedom, whether it's the kids going to school and there was a there was a a young elementary school, I think it was in Connecticut, don't quote me, or Massachusetts. And they had a Pride Day. Did you hear about this on the news? Keep going. I might have so they had a pride day and there was video of the pride day and you know teachers are handing out rainbow flags and and all the kids in the school were supposed to wear you know pride colors right well there was a group that said we're not doing that and they wore red white and blue and they they carried the american flag and so the principal was like oh well you know this was disruptive and and you know they were they were being combative with other students and they were making other students feel uncomfortable and I'm like, good. Yep. You should feel uncomfortable. When you pretend to be a cat and expect a, a litter box in your classroom or expect to be referred to as 67 different pronouns, however, you don't respect my position because it doesn't align with yours. So you get to speak up and your voice gets to be heard, but I have to be silent now? I don't think so. And that's what these elementary kids did was they spoke up. And, and they didn't like it. Yep. We, but we've lost that, too, in society. And I, I think that was like that was by design. You know, they've well, got of they've got everybody who doesn't agree with their bull crap that you know like almost afraid to to say anything or to speak out because of how they're gonna be perceived. Or I think like your buddy was saying, um, Zeke, like how he has his business online and all that stuff. Um, and you have to. I mean, you have to protect yourself to an extent when it does come to that kind of stuff, which sucks because it's exactly what they want. And it's exactly how they gain so much ground is by people willingly censoring themselves just out of having to protect yourself to some extent. Right. It's self-preservation. But at the same time, it, it makes me mad because you shouldn't have to do that. And I don't think that you do have to do that, but it is going to make life difficult. To not to a, to a degree, it is going to make life difficult. That's true. You know, like uh, Nick Merckx, he's a big streamer. Did you ever okay. About all that with him. I, I think we talked about yeah. it before, but I don't really know really yeah, what happened. He, it was uh, you know, in, was it California where the um, I don't know, it was the Italian people maybe or something like that were fighting with the parents at school about. I think they were forcing like the gay pride stuff on all the kids there. And, uh, oh, okay. Armenians, maybe I don't remember who it was. It was a group Ooh. of parents. You don't out. mess yeah. with the Armenians, right? And they they <laughs> fought back, and they were like, "Absolutely not." And Nick Burks went on to that that post. I think it was like a news station post, and he said, it "Really, all he said was like, really, they just need to leave the kids alone." Like that's all he said. Yeah. And yep. you know, the whole world came after him, and Call of Duty dropped him as. Yeah, he had a skin with them. They dropped, they made this big public announcement, you know, we're going to drop him and all this stuff. And all these people started flaming him. 
he took about a week off. So I think he was kind of floored by that. He's a very outspoken dude. Like he would, he, he wasn't like he was going to back down and he wasn't going to apologize because that is what he, he thinks and what he believes. And when he came back to stream, dude, he got like 40 some thousand subscribers. And he in like got, what, a day? And, in hours, dude. In hours. Oh, wow. He brought in six figures, maybe more. I don't know. At the minimum, it's five dollars a person. And you know, he was okay. like and people are donating money and cryptocurrencies and the subscribers. And you know, he came out and he was like, you know, I he even, you know, he felt bad to an extent, um, with how everything was, you know, handled. But he said, just seeing the support from everybody tells me that I'm not wrong, that I'm in the right place. So, you know, initially he took the hit. He probably lost some money with the Call of Duty thing. But the people that follow him and that are like-minded came through. And, you know, he made six figures off of that. And he stood up for the right thing. At least. I'm sure he's still making more, too, let's be honest. But he stood up for the right thing. And I just think more people, they need to see that. And I don't think that you should make money just because you stand up for the right thing. I'm not trying to say that at all. No, no, I know you. I know what you right. mean, though. What you're saying is like he 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 spoke on something that was truthful and factual. Yep. Uh, and even though it was uh, it was positional in position, I'm sorry, it was positional in his opinion as far as leaving the kids alone, and he got lambasted. Ha! <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Absolutely. But it, but here's the thing, though. It's it's kind of like the, what happened with the one girl. Uh, was it Riley Gaines from uh, the University of Kentucky? The swimmer? Who, yeah. Yeah. yeah she absolutely, yeah. absolutely spoke out against the fact that some freaking, some banana swinging dude decides he wants to go and compete against girls in, in the pool uh, and pretend to be a girl. You're not a girl, dude. You got an Adam's apple, homie. <laughs> Whether you want to think so or not. And that's, dude, no, you're not a girl, bro. Stop nope. pretending you're a girl. Okay. That's, that, as my post said the other day, that's bollocks. Yep. Okay. But she stood up and she got, not only did she get physically attacked, but she got, Dude, she got ridiculed. She got all kinds of things. And then it came out recently that, uh, and I think it was Florida. It could be in Tennessee, uh, but they banned ma- like biological uh, males from competing. Montana. In Tennessee. Montana? Yeah. From com- I, think yeah I think that I think too. Yeah, been a couple yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. But they, they banned biological males from competing against girls, which absolutely. Yep. No, dude. Stay in your lane, bro. Absolutely. You, you don't need to I go think, compete. I think they should get you on to Give them their own. If you're if you're anything but a male or a female, you're in your own. You guys can you can fund your own money. You can build your own arenas. You can do all it yourself. Take your. All right, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, and not to sound insensitive, but let me ask you a question. They created a an entire separate Olympics for Special Olympics people, right? Special needs people. Okay. And only people that are allowed in those in that special Olympics are people that have you know Down syndrome or are mentally you know they they struggle whatever right I don't know I don't know the parameters of it but well, you they're pretty get, loose you, because Tyreek Hill participates in it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but but to win medals and stuff, does yeah, he really? He did. Yeah, he won like the hundred meter dash. See, to me, that 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 just he had sounds a learning like disability. media propaganda. Like seriously, like I, to me. And so I guess my question would be is you created Special Olympics for, again, Down syndrome people and stuff like that. And I, I say it respectfully, you know, people that are just, you know, they, they don't have the full capacity of, of most people. It's people that don't Why choose not? that. That was the hand in life they were dealt. 
Right, exactly. So why not create, because the hand in life that I was dealt was, I was dealt freaking a dude's life, okay? I'm a dude, right? You know how many Whether I like it or not. Six foot five or whatever you are. <laughs> Everybody you know, they were that big. Oh, I wish I was five <laughs> two, man. Are you kidding me? All right, I'll trade you. <laughs> I right could put now. lifts in my shoes, <laughs> but no. So imagine this: imagine creating a um, a separate league of transgender athletes. What's yeah, the difference, bro? No, but uh, what's the difference? In my opinion, the difference is like I said, the Special Olympics is for people who. We're born. Well, no, 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 no. Okay, no, 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 no. I, I, I'm sorry. I wasn't comparing to the Special Olympics. I apologize. I was just making that as like a statement. Like we have this separate league for the Special Olympics, right? Yeah. So we create, and, and and it was kind of like a rhetorical, like like fodder, so to speak, on the fact that if you created a transgender um, sports league, you have a bunch of men pretending to be women, and you have a bunch of women pretending to be men. Well, I mean, are you serious? Well, again, I mean, it's probably be pretty easy to win, right? You're not going to have that big of a competition. But but more so, it would be like watching a circus go on. Yeah, it might actually be entertaining. Maybe we pay and for this. Okay. Now we're making money. <laughs> okay, but okay, let's say okay, let's let's oh, create wow. let's create the fake <laughs> oh. let's create the fake transgender league. Okay. Okay. So okay. what if you have some stud athlete who's like, well, I want to go over there and win. Can can a guy who's Clearly a male and dominating in male sports to say, eh, you know what? I'm transgender. I'm going to go over there real quick and just dominate them and say like to go from men's to women's. Right. Can we, can we have our today I feel this go way. from men's to transgenders and just give them a little taste of their own medicine? Right. I mean, and let's be honest, bro. When, when we think about the reality of that, it to the, to the most most of us, and I'm not saying all of us, and even there are some people who are a little off kilter, but to most of us, that's that's a, such a form of delusion. Right. It's all, you know, it's, it's it such was, a form it's insulting. of like. Can in you more imagine? If, one. Can you imagine if uh, just like having that mentality of like, well, I can't win with who I'm supposed to be with, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go to another league where I can dominate. Like, what fun is that? What sense of accomplishment really? do you really get from that? Well, everybody gets a trophy. <laughs> Does that trophy matter if it's not earned? <laughs> I mean, but I, and I'm making light of it, but you're right. What's what's because what, let's look at the the whole idea of sports. It's a competition for that particular sport. So volleyball, basketball, football, whatever. You go out, and the idea is you are supposed to win the contest. So in a football contest, the point is. In most sports, you you score more points than the other team. Bottom yep. line, right? In fact, I think, well, I think golf is the only I sport where you say have to you. score less points. <laughs> right. But the point is, it's, it's every every sporting event or every every sport that we play. The idea is again, again with the even with boxing, you have to score more hits than the other guy if you want to like win by a. Uh, a, not a governor, uh, a judge's decision, right? You have to hit, throw down more more punches. Right, correct. So, in that event, you are supposed to score more points than the other team. So, the idea is you have a team that's superior to the other team, means you have better players, you have better coaches, you have better strategy than the other team. It's almost like so they worked harder and they've earned it. You know... I'm speechless, bro, because 
at what point did we stop working hard to achieve goals and just and oh let's just let me lay them let me lay in my side and you can just pour food into my mouth let me just lay you know on my back and you can just wash me while I lay there like an invalid and not do anything for myself because that's what I feel like we've gotten to with our generate our younger generation is they feel like they can just you know sit in the chair and be spoon-fed whether it's literally spoon-fed or figuratively spoon-fed with media and lies and delusions and then and then they have the audacity to stand up out of the chair and be like this is truth this is the way it is and you're like well, who taught you that well <laughs> the world did yeah. right and it's they're lying to you disturbing when you really break it down it really is disturbing oh, it's man. such a it's such a like false sense like they like they're it, you're so out of touch with the real world but for whatever reason, society is adopting you, and they're catering, and I don't understand why. Ooh, that's a good word, man. Why catering. do we? Do, why? Why can't we just tell people no? Why have we lost that? Why do? Why does every like everyone's living a lie, and they don't even they can't even see it, or they can see it, but they can get away with it, so they don't care. It's cowardly. Oh man, you just you hit a very big nail with a very big hammer just now when you said what I think or I agree with you, I should say, on that, is that people have a hard time. And I asked this question on Facebook, but people have a hard time telling their kids no these days. When my kid comes to me and wants something that they either didn't earn or don't deserve, or not even, you know, not necessarily they don't deserve it but or don't need it, whatever, but they're just not going to get it, right? It's just not something that they need to have at that moment or that they're going to get at that moment. I will absolutely say no in capital letters. Now, in the same text, I will also say yes to things that I might not think, okay, well, do you really need that or really want that? Okay, I will still balance that out. But the problem, like, and I think you, like I said, nailed it on the head, was people do not tell their children no anymore. And so they're running around and they're doing whatever they want. Yep, and they're letting, uh, I think your buddy Zeke said it, and I kind of agree, I, I totally agree with him. And I've had the same thought on myself, too. It was like where you take your kid to school, you drop them off, you go about your day. You just kind of take that for granted, right? They're going to go to school. Yep. They're going to be taught what's right, what's wrong. They're going to learn truth. You know, yep. they're getting smarter. They're getting better. They're going to go to college, have a good job, etc. cetera. And uh, I, it's really not that anymore. And it, that, I think that falls back heavily on us as parents to stop just assuming and taking the education for granted because I it, I just I think it's trash I really do oh my friend you and are again, on something like I say what choice do I have and yeah you're right there is always a choice and there's homeschooling and there's other schools but you know there's also a lot of people that don't have that kind of money and this is all they yep. can do yeah and it's tough. And that's the choice. And like you said, that's the hand that they're dealt. And, you know, just to, to, to segue out of this, because we're almost, I'm almost out of time today. But, you know, again, back to the choice thing, right? You know, and again, not arguing about whether we do or don't have a choice about things. Um, I, I learned at a young age, right? I, I grew up on government cheese, right? And, and I want to, I'm going to segue into this uh, for the next time. But man, I want to go in a hundred percent on this privileged garbage that people are talking about 
I, w- I want to just rip that to shreds. And I want some people that listen to actually respond. And I want some people that, that think that because I'm white or because I'm Caucasian, even though I'm not, I'm Native American, I'm Polish, I'm German, I'm, I'm also, I've got some uh, different Native or um, Middle European, Southern European uh, ancestors. Just because my melatonin in my skin is a lighter shade. I also have family that's, you know, that doesn't look so white. But you're telling me that I have this special privilege simply because? So I want to dive into that next time, man. Such a crutch, dude. Such a crutch for them to use that. That's all that that is. is. Well, and like I said, I want to dive into it because I want to rip into it. But I do do have some... uh, other things that I have to dive into today. So I am out of time, but bro, thanks for coming on today and just uh, getting a little more gritty than. Yeah, yeah. it's fun to let loose. Well, I love it, man. Let's uh, let's do it again soon. Let me know. I'm home a lot, as you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're one of the you're one of the two percent of men that gets to work from home. I just get a lot of a lot of time off <laughs> in That's between awesome. my, my time on. That's good, man. 12, 20-hour days to, yeah, I'm with you. So, all right, brother, you have a wonderful day, man, and I will catch up with you soon. Later, dude. All right, later. It's interesting about choice. You know, Shay and I talked about choice uh, and whether people do or don't have a choice. I believe that everyone has a choice. It's not always the choice you want to make, but, and I I know that Shay agrees with me, and, and some of the choices that we do have to make suck, and they're not choices we want to make, but in reality, we all have them. Thank you for listening today. Anybody that has any questions, please reach out. You have been listening to TK's A Brigade. You can find the podcast on every major platform, Anchor, Amazon, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple, Google, and YouTube. So go like, subscribe. Please hit that share button. Please hit that support button. I would love your feedback. Anyone that has any feedback for me about this topic today, don't be afraid. And until next time, take it easy.